Hello, my friends, and welcome to Daily Bible Reading, where we are chronologically going through the entire Bible in one year. Today's reading for March 18th is Deuteronomy chapters 21 through 24. It's a lot. There's a lot in here, and it's almost like bullet points. It's like, when this situation occurs, do this. It's, it's a, I would equate it to a frequently asked question section on a website. All of it's very interesting. You ever go to the FAQ page and just scroll through? Lots of good stuff. What do you do when you find a dead body and it appears that somebody was murdered, but you don't know what to do? Answer. Make a special sacrifice out in the field where you found them. You must purge the innocent blood, the guilt of the innocent blood from your land. That's something that occurs quite a few times in these chapters. The last couple of days readings, and again today, you must purge the evil. You must purge the guilt. You cannot have God blessing this people if there's still wickedness, if there's guilt, if there's sin that's not been atoned for. Can't have it. <clears throat> God says he's not going to have it. If you go off to war, you win. See a pretty lady, want to marry her, bring her into your house. Let her mourn for a month, change her clothes, clip her nails, shave her head, and then you can marry her. But after a month of mourning, if she still doesn't really want to marry you, then set her free. But you can't sell her. Can't sell her. You got to treat her with dignity and let her go free. Who cares? God cares. He cares. You have a rebellious son. You have a child who just refuses to obey. Doesn't matter what you do. You got to purge the evil from you. It says, they will say to the elders of the city, the son of ours is stubborn and rebellious. He doesn't obey us. He's a glutton and a drunkard. We're not talking about a 12-year-old. <laughs> We're talking about a grown man still in his parents' house who they can't control and he won't, he won't contribute. He's a drain on society. That's it. Kill him. Seems harsh, but it's pretty good motivation for people to contribute to society, wouldn't you think? We don't have a lot of, I don't, I don't know of anywhere that anybody was ever stoned for being an adult living in their parents' house, being a drunkard and a glutton. Seems like this law, this rule really motivated people not to be drunkards and gluttons living in their mom's basements when they're 30, 40, 50 years old. <clears throat> Maybe, maybe these rules worked. Chapter 22 is caring for your brother's property. If you see his animal, his livestock, sheep, goat, cow, strolling away, you go get it. You take care of it. You take it back to him. If he's not home or if you don't know whose it is, you keep it until they come and find it. It's the right thing to do. And then this unpopular passage in today's Society, a woman is not to wear 
a man's clothing. And a man is not to put on a woman's clothing. Everyone who does these things is detestable to Yahweh your God. We're all given a role. We all have something to give, and God designed us in a specific way. It's not easy, especially when bad things happen to people and it changes literally. I mean, have you ever had something terrible happen to you and it changed the way you thought? Changes the way you feel? The thing is, we have to go to God and say, God, please help me. I'm hurt. This person hurt me. I have these feelings. Your word says this is not pleasing to you, and yet I want to do these things. A humble heart would say, God, forgive me. I, I want to do what's wrong. I need your help to change. A proud heart says, I was born this way and it is good. Which is pleasing to God? You know, right? We all know. God, help me change. Help me be like you. The thing is, at the foot of the cross, the ground is level. And whether you're confused about gender identity or you're a thief like I was or a liar like I was, doesn't matter. We're all sinners. The good news is, Christ died for us because he loves us. There's another verse in today's reading that says, anyone who is hung on a tree is cursed. Our Savior, Jesus Christ, the perfect sinless Son of God, was hung on a tree. He was hung on a tree. He gave his life. It was so terrible that leading up to it, he knew what was coming. He was sweating blood. Blood was coming out of his pores because of the excruciating agony of being separated from the Father because of the sin, the weight of the sin that was on him. And it was not his sin. It was mine and it was yours. And he bore it to give his life as a ransom for ours, for mine, for yours. And all we have to do is acknowledge that and turn from our sin and say, God, help me. God, help me. I'm sinning. I like my sin and I know that's wrong. God, help me. Change me. I want you, God. I don't want this sin. It doesn't satisfy I accept the sacrifice of your son who died in my place. Help me, change me, make me like you because I need your help. Or we could say I was born this way and I like it. Okay, we all get that choice.
Choose wisely, friends. God bless you. See you tomorrow.